To skip ahead to the interview, please go to the 2 minute and 28 second mark. You are listening to Season 2, Episode 15 of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Now, this week, we have a great interview with the three-piece rock band Weapons. They are an amazing band. They have a great sound, and we get into all the cool stuff that they have been working on. They have a show this evening in Winnipeg opening up for Propagandy. Which is uh, which is really cool. So we talked about that a little bit, and yeah. So stay tuned for that coming up. Let's get right into this week's song of the week. This week's song of the week is brought to you by Economy Pawn. If you are looking for quality, gently used, or vintage musical instruments, Economy Pawn Shop is your one-stop shop. Conveniently located on the corner of Dufferin and Main. 844 Main Street. Go check out Economy Bond. Now this week's song of the week is Gaslight by Willow. So Willow released her new album lately, I Feel Everything, this summer. And a lot of the songs feature Travis Barker. There's a, there's a cool song on there as well with Avril Lavigne. But this is probably my favorite song off the album it's gaslight with travis barker and it's a short song it could technically be classified as an interlude this is a much shorter album there's lots of really short songs on here but i really like the chorus in this song and the lyrics and the melody and just so just sort of how it drives through it's a great sound and she's got a great voice so that's this week's song of the week Hey everyone, so today our special guests on the podcast are the band Weapons. How are you guys today? Doing well, Doing well man. Awesome. So why don't you guys, firstly to start, I'll go around and introduce yourselves for people who don't know you and sort of give everybody a brief description on what you play. Uh, my name's Talis Scott. I do drums and backup vocals for weapons. Cool. And I am Nick. Uh, I play bass and also sing backups in weapons. Awesome. And my name is Jordan, and uh, I play the guitar and uh, and sing as well. Cool. So, how did this band sort of um, get started? Um, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we were all uh, dating the same girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her name was me. <laughs> uh, we just, you know, uh, I don't think we were all entirely satisfied with some of the original projects we were part of. I mean, I could say that for sure. I know we've had this, this conversation here and there, but we were just looking for something different, but something that, um, 
something that we could really identify with, you know, and didn't really have to sort of force it. Exactly. Thank you. And mm -hmm. it, it's just, it, it just came very natural. We were all very open with each other and, and wrote what we wanted to write and had, you know, like a, a common, like a, we had the same, the same vision. Um, right. That's yeah. I'll stop talking and I'll, I'll let my other visionaries uh, jump in here. I can't see. <laughs> yeah. Cyclops. I'm not sure. Visionary, a vision scare. Um, yeah, I think that's a really, really good way to put it. Like, um, we we wanted, we were looking for something different, and I think that once we started playing with one another, we all mutually realized, like, oh yeah, like that. That was it. it may have been hard to kind of describe or actually, um, I don't know, like hard to find as well. But then, like once once we kind of had it, it was like, oh yeah, like that. Like yeah, this is kind of what we were all looking for in a rock band. You know, we we all checked each other's boxes. Yeah. We can Thoroughly. make fart jokes. We drank whatever we want. We got to listen whatever we want. Yeah. We got to sniff each other whenever we wanted. It was just like moving in with. Let me go to the bathroom wherever I wanted. <laughs> we take a look at each other's poos. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Um, none of this is a lie. <laughs> <It's so laughs> <very true. laughs> yeah. All right, so this might be the most honest interview yet. Yeah, this was just today, actually. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a full day. <laughs> so in terms of the actual band name, how do you guys sort of decide on that? Um, Jordo, you want to take that one? Yeah. Um, none of us passed <laughs> our spelling bees. <laughs> mean the B33s? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We had a weird test uh, in my elementary school where we uh, – were some schools where they combined different subjects, and ours was arithmetic and English. <laughs> That's right. And uh, that's right. Weapons is born. That's right. All right. Well. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do, do, which, do you want – there's two stories we have with this that comes with the name. One's the actual choosing of the name, and then one's the reason why we have the three. So I'll let you choose which one you'd like to hear. <laughs> well, you're more than welcome to share both. Oh, I mean, this is just our first date, Gregory. <laughs> yeah. I usually say that for the second dates. <laughs> All I right. hope you start spelling your name with a three after this, Gregory. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I thought it was pronounced Gregory three. Yeah. <laughs> Grothigri. I like it. It sounds like a uh, <laughs> philosopher or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I read that in the Greek tragedies. <laughs> I think I read that on Big. a menu item at Opa's. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, so the name. Um, well, we had uh, we, just, we kind of fell in the name weapons, and uh, we're all kind of digging the idea. Yeah. Um, the uh, the three just kind of came about because uh, there was there was another group that um, that was going by the name weapons, and they'd wanted to retain the name, and uh, we thought just to be safe, it's like, well, we we also want to kind of keep this name. We're, we're digging it. We just uh, changed changed our e to a three. Yeah, and. Um, just ask Alexa, ask Alexa, our name is W3A Ponce. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the theory guys were calling us all tour. Oh, they still fun. call us that. Yeah. Good times. In terms of writing as a band, do you guys have a general process? Or does one of you write most of the songs? Or does it sort of get all put together differently depending on the situation? I think we've got a couple of different processes. Like we... We, uh, 
it depends. Like sometimes we'll approach something where we're just like, maybe it's something that comes up in a jam. We'll get in a room and make some noise. Um, sometimes we'll actually, we'll all sit down with, uh, a, like we'll each have a, a pen and paper yeah. and we'll start writing lyrics. We'll start from there. Um, sometimes we'll write with other people and just see what comes out. So there's no, we, we, you know what, I think we're just into experimenting and seeing what happens. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's no formula yet, but, uh, I mean, as far as I, as far as I know, unless someone's hiding this fucking magical <laughs> recipe from me, sorry if I swore, yeah. but no, you know, it happens. No, I, that's just it. Hey, it's like uh, somebody recently asked me a very similar question and I was just like, yeah, we have like, we have a number of different ways to be doing it. I think it's just like, it's been a really weapons for all three of us has been a really, really um, like fun, fun and like an experimental process in, in songwriting. Cause I know that a lot of people like as we're going along this path, find that they have, they have things that work for them and like the method that works. Right. And with us, like it, it seems like there's a bunch of different ways and, and a bunch of different ways where we've actually been able to like, if we had something, Thing that actually worked for us and we continue to do that we would just do that one thing but it seems that we've been able to enjoy success from our songs that we've written in very different ways so it's like oh cool we continue down the kind of the path of exploration when it comes to songwriting and creativity. it's almost cool. sort of secret weapon to keep things not stale someone cut the crust off this conversation <laughs> aka Meg. Nick, mix, yeah, mix the crusty one. <laughs> hey, I showered. <laughs> now, in terms of how you've progressed, um, how do you feel like you've grown musically uh, as a band um, since you started to now? I could play my drums now. <laughs> I wasn't able to about two years ago. That's cool. Yeah, um, I don't have to sync my bass parts anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we just sing them instead. <laughs> and all of our parts are now in sync. Whoa. Yeah, we're, we're, we're washing them. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that, like, as a, I don't know, from my, my role in the band, I, I've, I've definitely, like, my focus with how I play guitar has been quite a bit different, too. Like, even just, like, the way I set up my, my sound, my rig, like, I think about how it's going to work in this band, not necessarily just the sound that it's like making on its own. Like, so that's kind of an interesting process because it has to do with like, you know, how, how is this best serving everything that's going on sonically in the group? Yeah. How, how are we accommodating for the fact that like, you know, we are a three piece. Those are things that I'm almost thinking about when it comes to like tones of like guitars and amplifiers and actual parts. And then vocally, it's just been a, quite of a different, um, I don't know, a different approach to a lot of other things where I've sang and it's uh, been like a, I don't know, like, like I think everything that we've done like songwriting wise and everything we've done like together as this band like vocally has been a very, very, very similar process. It's just been like every single time we've gone into the studio, mm-hmm. it's been kind of pushing, pushing myself further vocally. The guy, you guys too, like Talamake as well. Like everyone's, everyone's really kind of seems to push themselves to a further extent on anything we're doing. We'll see. Yeah. And, first, First and foremost, it's all about the song for us. Like if, if one of us, you know, it's like, you know what, you don't even have to play anything there for that verse. Like we're like, okay, cool. Sounds good. Will it, will it make the song sound better? Will it serve the song? I, we all, we all come to these writing session sessions with that general attitude. And that's definitely, 
yeah, that's something we we share. And yeah, so yeah, I think that's also like kind of a testament to like uh, the bond that a band can have. Like maybe some people who have been in a few bands like might kind of know or feel what I'm talking about here but like if you play in a band that you're like not really invested in you're probably not investing in the overall sound of the band you're probably more focusing in on what you're doing rather than the whole sound but like right I guess yeah like even Talos like I think he's literally had a specific snare that it's like this is the weapon snare like I don't use this with any other band because it doesn't suit um and I guess it even changes like how I tweak my things and yeah how like so we're all very focused in on uh, the overall sound of the band, which I can't personally say I've done in other bands before. So I think it goes to show the bond of, I guess, making it sound like your band has its poop together. <laughs> right. That's awesome. So, poop in a group. That's right. So in terms of your um latest ep release this year can you guys just sort of tell me a bit about that how it was recorded and how it was sort of all put together Man, that, that was a that was a pre-vaccination album <laughs> a different era <laughs> yeah. of this whole pandemic right um, I, that uh, that actually we decided to do that fairly last minute and yeah. we we had the material for a while because basically we had just been writing like as much as we possibly can and, and uh, as an ongoing thing we're always writing but we had we had a lot of the material together for that um well in advance but then the decision to be like all right we're gonna do this like there's kind of a window of when things were somewhat opening up we um basically just saw the opportunity and decided that yeah like this makes sense like let's let's do it and we kind of jumped on it and it it happened really fast actually i don't know that's how it felt to me at least i yeah got gentlemen how, how your your thoughts on the the which the album EP? like oh just like yeah yeah is that, is that kind of what you were getting at greg sorry I, I, maybe i went in no, a different direction no. with the you uh you were right on um i was basically just asking about um that release and what sort of went into it the recording how it was put together all that sort of stuff gotcha. um so how it was put together we actually uh should we go through the studios maybe or maybe like it was actually we didn't we didn't there was only actually one song on that ep only one song i believe we were actually in oh no two songs we were actually in the studio together and those were those were so quick, man. Like, it's like we get, we, we finish a show and if we're in a city where we can work with some producers that we want to work with, we jump in the studio the next day and cram as much as we can into that day and try to get things done. Bye Baby Gone, I think that was done in a day, was it not? Was Bye Baby Gone done yeah. in a day? Yeah, and it, was then, uh, it, was, it was only a day for that one. Yeah, Broken like, Promises was done in a day. Yeah. Um, like, and then, after, you, sorry, go ahead. No, it's because like by maybe like Broken Promises was done in like six hours. <laughs> like it was less. Like it wasn't much. It, we we got there and like and then like just cranked it out. It was pretty quick. Yeah. Um that's why she never called me back. Whoa, anyways. So, oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah, and then actually the rest of the songs because the EP came together really quick. 
Um, like I flew to Vancouver, did the drum track separately with uh, Flavio Cirillo's studios. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, anybody who uh, wants to check out an amazing drummer and musician, check out Flavio Cirillo at Instagram, Facebook. Guy's amazing. He's awesome. Um, and then guitar, bass, and vocals were all done in Ontario. Uh, actually, no, not all of them. And then they were also done at another studio in uh, Alberta. So we like over the course of like three weeks zigzagged across the country during the pandemic put this <laughs> stitch this you know was like frankenstein this ep together and uh yeah that's how it came about yeah now listen to our beautiful little monster that's right <laughs> um, nice. and it was like and we like it was, it was uh, tal like flew out to vancouver and then we drove out to um drove out to uh, hamilton <laughs> We were supposed to play a show out there. The show ended up getting canceled to, uh, or not Hamilton, sorry, to, to Ontario. Um, oh, yeah. And then the show got canceled. We, like, because everything started shutting down in Toronto, we basically got there just in time for, like, everything to work with, like, the, the COVID restrictions and everything. Right. And got out of Dodge shortly after that. Headed back to, to Saskatoon. They drove back to Saskatoon and then, like, slept <laughs> and then drove drove out to uh, to Alberta to finish up the, the recording. And it was, yeah, it was quite the little thing. And, like, it just felt like the places were all like kind of closing up, like following us as we were traveling around the country. <laughs> Breaking yeah. coronavirus all throughout Canada. That's right. Yeah. It's like that's it's like a scene in like a, a movie where like John Cusack, we're all in an airplane and he's flying it and he's just he's got so much runway left and then he's hitting the air and everything behind us is crumbling like day after tomorrow or something. I don't know. That's yeah. what it felt like. Or uh, you know, yeah. Walking Dead. My mind's going crazy right now. So yeah. <laughs> that movie Greenland, didn't they didn't something like that happening in that movie too? That was kind of a cool movie. Anyone yeah. else watch that? Greenland? I just uh, watched no. Tiberius. Well Tiberius? Related. I've been stuck on Seinfeld right now. It's on Netflix. <laughs> well, related to this, um was it difficult releasing uh, music in a pandemic for you guys? Hell no! To release music, you just need ten dollars and an email. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but in terms of um, in terms of promotion and not being able to play live, was it tough for you guys to sort of release it and then just be like, "What now?" I think it was a bit of a learning curve. Like uh, even like right at the start of uh, the pandemic, it's like we released "By Baby Gone" like just after. Uh, everything was in lockdown and it's like well great now we have this new song how are we going to tour but I think it gave us like a really good opportunity to uh, learn how to market in other ways like we released a beer we got really good at doing our socials and stuff so it was like it kind of made us pay attention to the other aspects of marketing without being able to physically drive and play for people like having to get that um, online yeah outreach i guess uh yeah it was a really good learning opportunity for that mm-hmm. just like you know it's important stuff for us to do especially with us being an independent band like we we're the ones at the helm of like we make we make the decisions we are the people doing you know our, our social media facebook those those kinds of things like and, and it's god i sound old when i talk about facebook even <laughs> just the, when i say the words facebook it's like Yep, I'm old. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. Kidding. Anyways, like 
it like it it was like a kind of like a, a check and like what, learning how to do all these other things because rock bands like especially like i don't i don't know if this is necessarily the case everywhere but like rock bands in canada it like touring is it's paramount you know getting out there and and winning over fans at each show that's like that's the, like one of the most important things 100 that we've made all of our fans or a lot of our fans that we have in canada for sure yeah now this is sort of a different question but have you guys at all ever found it to be difficult to be a three-piece band or do you find that there are some advantages along with that <laughs> well, is this a pg podcast <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> well, no. <laughs> the plus about it being a three piece is there are less farts to smell. That's right. More room in the van. That's fun. Um, honestly, I I love it. I really do. Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Here, tell. I'll let you finish your thoughts. Sorry, I was. My thoughts. Here, let me find them. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, you know easy communication um it it works with us you know like we came together uh, the three of us and we were able to to find a uh, a sound that we all really enjoyed with just the three of us so it just ended up working out you know it wasn't it wasn't planned or anything like that but um but yeah it's uh it's i i enjoy it i really do and i you know if we if we get another another member then like which which part of weapons is going to be the four <laughs> like you know which which letter is the number going to stand in for yeah yeah like i think our fourth member would be like i i don't know like a cook or something like i don't know what they would uh do musically like I, it's, i've always found it kind of like and of course you know it's it's different in recording session because like our recordings are different and just because we have more options and we do like to explore you know doing different sounds doing different parts those kinds of things different instruments that kind of stuff but like we uh i think that like the live like the figuring out for the three of us how to make our band sound like like our band live it, it's really it's it's fun and it's an exercise in uh i don't know it's it it it's a, it's a different thing uh, to me. Like there's a, there's a little bit more of a challenge playing in a three piece that like you both have to like, you have to be aware of what's going on with the other two, two people's parts. I think a little bit more. And just like, right. I think we're all trying to find a way to like, make sure we're um, being aware and like, and also uh, what's the word I'm looking for here. I'm not accommodating, but like, um, like supporting one another almost like, you know, like we're like making, making everyone else's parts, like, like, you know, letting, letting their parts kind of like come through musically. And then like, also like just coming together at different points. It, it's really, it's really kind of like a, it's a, I don't know, for me, I'm just kind of speaking from my perspective, like musically, I, I think that that's always been something I think is really enjoyable in a three piece that you don't really get to enjoy in other musical settings. Cause there's, you're so, so naked, I guess, really, yeah. like you're really, really bare to, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think on that guy? So I was, I was kind of like almost like something directed towards Tal and Mick, but I'm just like kind of curious to hear how they feel about playing in a three piece, even just from like a technical standpoint. It almost sounds like you're undoing your shirt button as you talk about this. I have <laughs> already had my shirt off, actually. That was my belt buckle you heard. Oh, anyway, yeah. I, I, yeah, really like, it's, it's definitely, 
it's got some challenges like sure maybe you won't have like a quote-unquote full sound but at the same time like i think we definitely do welcome that challenge like are you gonna say rush a three-piece doesn't have a full sound no yeah. <laughs> it's of course very capable to have a big sound with fewer people and i i guess me like where we're from we have huge bands of seven with mustaches and um i think like the power trio is like kind of dying like i guess the best place to look for power trios is like 70s rock like triumph or rush or whatever and like that's just kind of like a really magical thing that i think is like missing a little bit in active rock so yeah me, that's even something that satisfies me a bit and i think again uh the challenge becomes welcome yeah we're, we're a trio in an age of duos <laughs> yeah that too. Yeah. that's right yeah don't worry i'll start a self-duo one day <laughs> i never want to hear you say those words again <laughs> i'll play guitar with my feet and drums with my hands good luck <laughs> <laughs> Now, I asked this question for every single episode um, closer to the end. Now, for you guys, what advice would you have for other musicians, whether that be beginner musicians, um, bands that are just starting out, or just anybody involved with music? Oh, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> you guys can take this one. <laughs> um. There's a lot of people willing to give advice when you're really early on in your career. And just don't be, I would say, don't uh, be too quick to just jump on to the first thing that other people uh, like, you know, tell you, like be, think for yourself, try to trust your guts as best you possibly can and um, play, play a lot and try to, uh, you know, try to find people that you enjoy working with. That's, it's really, really important, um, especially if you're looking to do a band, you know, like that's, it's, uh, it's really important. Like, I think we're all lucky in weapons because we, we like enjoy each other's company and also really enjoy like, like the music. But it's funny, we've seen like so many groups where like the thing that like, like, you know, the, the recurring theme that you see even like, you know, at varied levels of success with different bands is that like the hang it ends up being one of the most important things even with the people they keep in their crew etc and work with it's like you know how they are as people who they are as people it like matters matters a lot and uh so yeah yeah um yeah like I, I i just start talking and then i just go a different direction than i thought i was going to when i started advice for young musicians advice for young musicians yeah is that what it is yeah. Do not yeah. sign anything without a lawyer present. That's <laughs> yeah, that, that was that that's Tal's typical response. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was I almost said it myself. I don't yeah. care if it's your best friend writing it, just never do it. Ever. Ever. And I'm very passionate about that response. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, before we wrap up the interview. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um, I know you guys have a show coming. Well, a couple of shows coming up. I know for sure you got one here in Winnipeg coming up really soon, opening for Propagandy. Any 
any announcements, social medias, all that sort of stuff? Um, well, we just dropped a new single, uh, a single off the EP, I Am The Horizon. It's doing really well at radio. Uh, it's getting a lot of really good feedback. So thank you to everybody that's been uh, listening to that song and, and playing it. Uh, there's that. We've got, a, we've got another show coming up in Saskatoon on the 16th and Regina on the 30th, the Halloween Howler. And then uh, should we should we announce the other one in November or? Um, not confirmed yet. Time, I yeah, I don't know. I think it's confirmed. But anyway, well, uh, I didn't say November. I said really. And uh, never yeah. you uh, can stay too. We're, we're, uh, yeah, we're con- constantly writing. Got some some new stuff coming down the pipe. And uh, I think Mick is getting a tattoo of weapons right across his neck, the front part of his neck, the logo. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. I was actually so thinking about and back my though. eyebrows. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks thank for, having so much us, for having us. Oh, yeah. Dude, thank you so much for reaching out. Let's, uh, let's do this again. Yeah, of course. All right. Thank you so much to Weapons. Thank you as well to Economy Pond for sponsoring this week's Song of the Week. And thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to download this episode and share it if you can. That helps us so much. And for more information on the podcast and where you can find more episodes, head to the website talkandrockpod.com. Thank you all once again for tuning in. I'm your host, GMH. Signing off. See you all next week. Let's talk and rock. It's talking rock with GMH.